Bonjour Tristesse by Françoise Sagan. A strange melancholy pervades me, to which I hesitate to give the grave and beautiful name of sadness, whatever that means. That summer, I was seventeen and perfectly happy. I lived with my father, and there was also Elsa, who was his mistress at the time. My father had been a widower for fifteen years, in which time he had slept with anything that moved, provided it was under twenty-five, and very stupid. But he was frivolous and young for his age, and I cannot imagine a more loving or abusive friend. He had rented a house on the Mediterranean, and the first days were dazzling. Elsa's skin had turned red and peeled, but I had turned a golden brown. On the sixth day, I saw Cyril. He was much younger than the men of forty who usually took advantage of me, but he was good-looking, and, like my father, I was beguiled by superficiality. One day, my father announced that Anne Larson was coming to stay. But she is almost exactly your age and has half a brain, I protested. You've got a point, Cecile, he laughed. I expect it would all end in tristesse. Anne settled in well at first and didn't seem to mind that my father spent most of the afternoon in bed with the sunburnt Elsa, or that I lay on the beach with Cyril. I shall love you as a brother, I said to him coquettishly. Well, given your feelings for your father, he replied, smiling, it looks like I'm onto a good thing. I laughed, unsure quite what he meant, and kissed him deeply on the mouth. Later that evening, my father took us all to the casino, and towards midnight, Elsa approached me, sobbing. Have you seen your father, Cecile? she asked. I shrugged. It wasn't my place to tell her. He was having sex with Anne in the car. I knew it, she cried. He's having sex with Anne in the car. Don't worry, I answered, consolingly. There are plenty of other dirty old men in the casino who are desperate to go to bed with you. Elsa collected her luggage the following day as Anne moved her cases into my father's bedroom. My father came downstairs later that afternoon to tell me that he and Anne were going to get married. Even for you, I observed, that's completely ludicrous. Don't blame me, he shrugged. I didn't write this mad. Life changed dramatically after father's sudden complete change of character and Anne announced she was going to try and be the maman I had never really had. You have to stop being such a tête d'air, she said sternly. It's time for you to read Bergson properly. You can't afford to fail the philosophy paper of the baccalaureate again. I don't care about the exam, I cried, running back to Cyril, who took me in his strong, rugged arms, whispered, I love you, and made passionate love to me on the beach while the waves lapped suggestively against the sand. And while you're about it... Anne continued, you can stop seeing that stupid man Cyril. How I sulked for the rest of that week. How I longed for the emptiness of our former life where the only sounds to interrupt the stillness of those hot afternoons had been the chirruping of the crickets and the creaking of my father's bed springs. A few days later, 
Elsa returned to pick up a dress she had left behind. For once she was looking tanned rather than sunburnt. Did you hear that my father is to marry Anne? I asked. Elsa was prostrate. I may have picked up a new squeeze called Juan, she said, but I still find your father literally unquiable. Don't we all, I muttered, but I have a very cunning plan. Why don't you and Cyril do a lot of smooching and pretend to have an affair so my father wants to have sex with you again? That's an amazing idea, said Cyril and Elsa, who were delighted by the prospect of taking instructions from a disturbed teenager. Why didn't we think of that? So they writhed together outside, and yet my father appeared immune to jealousy. Poor Cecile, said Anne, as Cyril and Elsa continued to embarrass everyone's intelligence. Is it so hard to accept that your father wants to marry someone his own age? It certainly is for me, my father replied, finally reverting to type by arranging to meet Elsa in the olive grove while Cyril once more took me in the sea. Ella, Anne wept, your father has been unfaithful. Quel surprise! I must leave at once. Whoops, my father laughed. I seem to have upset her a bit. What do you think I've done wrong? Guilt tormented my soul, and I begged him to ask for Anne's forgiveness. Just then, the phone rang. It was the police. Anne had crashed her car on a dangerous stretch of road. Could it have been suicide, I wondered, though no one else was that bothered. Ah, oh, well, my father said, you win some. You lose some. Bonjour, Tristesse.